Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome back to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. I am the same said dipshit. With me, as always, is Amanda. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and we have a special guest here, a, a person I go back a few years with. I wouldn't cl- call us incredibly close friends, but we've always, uh, I don't know. I've always I liked- do. I do it all the time. Okay. I say to everyone, Matt's my best friend. That's Okay, well, now we we're, let's start with an awkward moment. Uh, <laughs> Andy Richter is with us. No, today. we've known, we've just been, you know, churning in the same froth exactly. for a, a yeah. number of years. And, yeah. and you, you've always been very cool to me, even when I was just uh, nowhere in the biz, which I oh. always dig. I, I mean, just was raised right, I guess. You, that's, I don't have any particular affinity for you. I get that. Per se. And that's fine. <laughs> no, but it's like, I, I remember like the first time I did uh, did the show and, and you, when I did stand up and you kind of gave me a nod, like, good job. Oh, kind of thing. Where it's like, you you always notice that. Oh, good. Where when there's some people that, you know, they don't notice you at all. And that's fine, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't measure no, my work funny, by that. And that but, I always do feel like it's worth saying it's mm-hmm. funny to somebody. Yeah. Now, they're, they're, hopefully there's not people who are stand-ups who have been on the Conan show remember <laughs> me not interacting with them at all and thinking that's me passing judgment. I hope that doesn't happen, but that's what happened. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I didn't I, that's get, it. Yeah. You've judged them. And no, well, no, no, if somebody's no. really funny, I'll go over and say something to mm-hmm. them. But then, but then, you know, there's also like a lot of times stand-ups will be on the show well, and this is, you know, we have a kind of a newish format, so we have a lot less stand-up Which I, I love on. the new format, I do, too. I, I'm enjoying it. I was, I was leery of it at first, mm. but, uh, but I, this, you know, a lot of times those stand-ups are there, and I'm, at this point, the show's over for me. Of course. I'm thinking, like, what do I have to do to get out of here? Right. And, oh, I got to go pick up my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, so I'm barely hearing. Yeah, it's of like, course. There was, for so many years, he would say, either about a stand-up or even a, a guest. There would be a lot of like, so welcome back to the show. And I'd be like, back to the show? <laughs> Never seen this I guy. I don't remember this, this band. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this 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 15-person band was mm-hmm. on the show before? Well, and, and I when I started out, I remember being too gregarious, like meeting too many, where I'm just like, hey! Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like, all right, you're like, you got to give people their space. Yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. the first uh sitcom i did was a show called carpoolers where i i played a guy who was way too happy to be like the dentist or something like that and after the show i went up to everyone who's on the show and was like great working with you and i remember this one guy being like but we weren't in any scenes together and i'm like but still and i'm like but in my mind i'm like he's absolutely right why am i bothering him a lot of enthusiasm yeah Yeah, yeah. it's just i don't you know uh it's nice it's It's nice nice. but it's also just calm down i like shiny eyed matt who made it in show business i'm in hollywood yeah now. right yeah <laughs> just, i just have to have my I my spirit that. broken yeah. I, like, I, I, I was i was like not even angling for hire me again let's be I facebook so friends happy yeah yeah working there's yep. just like even i had one line yeah one line <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and, and it, but, meeting the whole cast oh yeah i went up to all of them and everyone was kind of like everyone was cool but it was very funny that that guy called me out a little yeah, bit yeah yeah you know yeah. it was like uh kind of you could tell he had a little bit more of an edge i yep. forget his name but yeah, it yeah. Was, he had a definite point you yeah. know <laughs> i remember there was a director or talking to somebody about a director that made a point to thank every single person on the crew at like the end of right. the week that they were shooting and they said like yeah he really makes a point to say things and i was kind of like 
Yeah, but... You know, that's nice, I guess. But, you Mm -hmm. know, is that really sustainable for a long career where at the end of everything... Especially guys loading trucks, really. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick, you know. No, but, but it's, it's, a, it's a lot of names. Yeah. Where after a while, it's like, are you, are, you, are you mentally recording all of these names as a listener? That's that. Boy, that takes up a lot of space. That just reminded me of the, the worst. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, but it was a rap party for uh, a show I was on called Up All Night where I was on the first season. And after we, like, uh, uh, Will Arnett made a point to be like, hey, guys, I just want to say... Great job to this guy for coming in and being so funny. Matt Bronger, yay, you know, thanks, guys, thanks. And then a guy from the crew was like, guys, I have horrible news over the weekend. um, Dan, I forget his last name, had a stroke right after. Where it was like, oh, I, I can't be mad. You couldn't even. I can't be mad. Oh, yeah. But it was like, even an after after the show, like after it was all. Will was like, that. I, was, I feel terrible for that guy, but that was the timing, you know. And it yeah, was like, better and this he, poor that, man. It's better that you got the thing before than right. after. That it wasn't like so and so had a stroke. And, hey, let's give it up for me, guys. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and let's go home. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't know why that reminded me. So. Uh, these days, what are you, uh, you know, basically, do you know what the show is? Basically, we, uh, we yeah, listen it's, to it's recorded advice. advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Amanda has curated some calls. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and yeah, so uh, I think would be good for you. First off, anything, anything you'd like to share yourself? No. Are you up to anything exciting? Oh, you mean like p- plugs? And you can plug. Or yeah, I, I have a podcast of my own called The Three Questions. Yes. That, uh, is uh, doing pretty well, cool. I guess. That's what they tell me. I don't know. How does one yeah. know? Yeah. Right, I know. It's so wild um, westy with podcasts. I know. Still. They're like, yeah. it's doing well. Like, okay, right. I believe you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm really enjoying it, and I didn't think I would enjoy it um, just because I didn't think I would. Like, I would think that the pressure of having to have hour-plus mm-hmm. conversations with people. Right in a regular way and you know when you look at the number i i think i'm supposed to do like 45 mm-hmm. a year and it's that's a daunting number of sure. it's, it's a lot hour yeah, plus people conversations don't realize right. when yeah. they start they don't realize yeah you say sure sure and then you realize like wow but i've really been enjoying it and i've been talking to people that I want to talk to so that's really makes it nice I haven't been like getting that you have you have to do that yeah and I just because they I've been pitched people and I'm just like no no I don't want to yeah yeah well and I think that's that serves you well and your listeners because the thing no one wants is disingenuousness we don't we don't want falsehoods we don't want hey so Everyone, know, like a, the, the worst example would be like when I w- would be on the road and I'd be on a radio show and they're like, everyone knows this guy and he doesn't know who the fuck I am at all kind of thing. It, if you have that situation where you're doing research and you really don't care, yeah, yeah. not that you have to have a personal connection, but I right. think I think people, my reticence to doing a podcast initially was like, how long can I do this? And will because I used to just do a podcast by myself where I just talk and yeah. I got really tired of myself. So it was I nice yeah, to have yeah. Amanda and to have these calls yeah. and to have great guests uh, and not to butter your muffin, but and to have, you know, like uh, a real connection with people because that I think that's what people want when they listen. Definitely. They can well, always. And I also feel like. It's early, so yeah, I'm talking to people I want to talk to, and like, you know, 
30 or 40 episodes from now, maybe that's when I'll start to be like, okay, I'll talk to, <laughs> I'll talk to that guy, I guess. Sure, yeah, yeah. I got to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we to gotta bank some here. Well, you'll be, you'll be practiced, though. Yeah. So you'll, no. be, you'll learn what's fun and what's not. It is. It's, uh, I, uh, I am enjoying it. And Good. I mean, because it is kind of like I am having the kind of conversations that I like to have with people, which oh, are right. kind of, you know, more complex uh, psychological slash philosophical kind of conversations. Yeah, I was oh, about awesome. to ask about yeah. that kind of thing. So like Sisyphus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. As per like a call earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We get a lot Sisyphus. of Sisyphus questions. About, you know, <laughs> well, I no, prefer- I was saying like our conversation earlier. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying. No, we're like. Yeah, just yeah, everybody, rock up everybody the hill. It's going to roll feels, back yeah, down. This is that like, this is, is the calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the calls too, though. Man, it's like, mm-hmm. it's good. Well, speaking of which, let's roll the first one. Yeah. Uh, as always, I haven't heard it. Amanda has. Mm-hmm. So All right. you and I will experience this, experience this together. All right. Hey, Matt and Amanda, this is Jake. I currently am six feet tall. Well, I'm going to probably stay six feet tall. But I also weigh about 370 pounds. And I am trying to lose weight. Uh, one of the things that has worked for me in the past, obviously, is walking. So I know no matter what, I need to exercise. But... In addition to that, I obviously have to change my diet. And one of the things that I was wondering what you thought about this, because I know you lost a little bit of weight uh, recently too. Um, Mike, driving back and forth to work, I have a one-hour commute each way back and forth to work. And that is the time when I want snacks the most. And I know also with you driving, if you, if you drive a lot, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, what kind of tips and tricks do you have that would keep me from wanting to snack on my way to work and on my way home. And Amanda, you as well. So um, anyway, share with me your tips and tricks and your listeners as well. Uh, be cool and don't fuck me. <laughs> and don't fuck. What? Is this a bit you have? What did he say? I couldn't understand him. Oh, yeah. At the very, very end. I know he kind of walked Be cool and out. don't. No, it's don't fuck something, but I didn't I know what yeah, it was. No, I, don't I can't know. imagine. I don't the only so like, this was fuck bit I have is fuck you peaches, which people still. Oh, know that might have been it. That might have been it. Don't fuck you peaches. I don't know. Uh, but but peaches. so I thought of anyway. this because you know both of you are like two tall grown men. How are you keeping healthy and fit mm. and stuff? Well, I recently uh, lost about forty pounds. Oh my gosh! That I, yeah, that it it started with, and I don't know if I would want to tell Jake to do this started with the stress of a divorce um, <laughs> there's your which, advice jake next yeah, caller yeah. uh which <laughs> freak yourself so, i mean i mean and i had what i had been kind of i had been trying and i had been losing 20 pounds and putting it back on and losing yeah. 20 pounds and putting it back on um the big so it started this big weight loss started with just stress i couldn't yeah. eat i didn't feel like eating for six weeks and then i just kind of felt the momentum of it and felt like, you know how like when you have the stomach flu and you lose 10 pounds and you're like, hey, maybe I'll just use this as like a yeah. start, you know? Yeah. I'm already hey. 10 pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big things for me, because I had been on Weight Watchers and I got to just know the basics of Weight Watchers. Um, you, you, you can't eat bread. You can't eat bread, you can't eat flour. Mm. If you want to lose weight, yeah. if you want to maintain weight and be healthy, that's, 
you can eat bread and you can eat flour, but it really does make you keep weight. If you eat meats, vegetables, fruits, and legumes, you will lose weight. Mm -hmm. And you can eat a ton of vegetables and a ton of fruits. And so, I mean, that's that would be my, you know... Eat three apples. Right. You yeah. Know? So if don't hungry, stop snacking. Yeah. But. If there's some kind of fruit you like, eat a lot of that fruit. Because even if somebody would say, because like, especially in LA, there will be people like I'll have, you know, like a trainer will say like, uh, you don't want to eat bananas. They're the highest in sugar. It's like, look, it's not fucking Doritos. Yeah. It's yeah. still a banana. Well, it's still not going to, you know. And like, I, I love, I love um, uh, the Jack Reacher novels. That's like my airplane. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's just about a giant guy who just right. kicks ass. Exactly. He's like, you know, wandering the earth, yeah. solving crimes. But just like, <laughs> really, let's just like, he loves eating in diners. He loves coffee. Yeah. I'm like, that's me on the road. Yeah. Except I'm not tough or scary. Yeah, But yeah. like, <laughs> uh, I, I love how he looks at everything in terms of, the army's wisdom, where it's yeah. like coffee's great, sleep when you can, eat when you can. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you don't have a lot of money, eat something like a a big tuna fish melt, yeah. and don't eat anything else the rest of the day. Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's like in terms of a banana, I would rather eat a banana for breakfast so many other days than just an omelet and and like and like potatoes because. Yes. You get the the enzymes in it make you feel better. They yeah. elevate your mood and yep. also like you feel full. So it's like someone like I don't think that trainer would tell him don't eat a banana rather yeah. than something else. But it's like that's great for your drive. Right for him, I would say like if you really love snacking, handful of almonds and a banana. Start yeah. with that. Right, right, and then take that second and go. All right, I don't have a bag of Cheetos, which I am dying for right yeah. now. But at least. You know, I just think about how you feel. Just yeah. kind of go, oh, ignore the the, the pleasure centers in your brain. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. There, there also too is something that just, and it's not it's not great solace, but you just your your something has to shift in your mind. Yes, and you have to decide that you're going to do this. You have to have a positive attitude about it. And if you, I would say, especially like. If there are things that are keeping you down or if you like you're in a depressed place, you got to work on that separate from the food. You yeah. got to, you know, if you're because emotionally eating. Yes. Yeah. If you yeah, if you're in a bad place emotionally, you can't think, "Well, I'll lose the weight and then I'll get to a better place emotionally." You mm. you got to oh. you got to do the two together yes. or do the one first because if you're not liking yourself and if you're feeling shitty and sad all the time, you're not going to lose weight. No, because it you does. Just can't. You, you'll I be get, throwing it down a hole that can't yeah. be filled. Yeah that's, yeah, that's really it. You're not getting to the root of the problem. Right. I mean, he said, driving an hour each way. That's it's that's really tough on your body. And I'm sure he's sitting at work all day. I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah, and yeah. that I mean, that was where people when I quit my day job as, as a comic and wasn't just sitting in a chair. I was a closed captioner for the hearing impaired. Uh -huh. That was my last real job. And really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Me and Kyle Kinane. And, and uh, when I when I quit, I wasn't doing, like, I, I wasn't, like, oh, I hate this show I'm working on. I get a, a coffee cup full to the brim of peanut M&Ms. Yeah. That's what I get as a treat. Yeah, yeah. From, you know, like, and just, I deserve this. Yeah. And doing that, but it's like, I lost, I think, 10, 15 pounds in the next two months from just not sitting all day mm -hmm. and from just not doing that and doing the whole reward yourself eating with the, the worst stuff, yep. big, big Italian hoagie for lunch yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. It, that was really what cut it out from not sitting. So I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I wonder if there's another 
I don't know. I want to say like sounds like a mom being like, why aren't you on SNL? But I wonder if there's a closer job, you know, like where you don't oh, right, have to right. drive so far. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can, well, there's not a lot you can do about that. I mean, but you yeah. can once you get home, be more active. Yeah. And at yeah. work, take breaks to get up yeah, and walk around. Yeah. I also oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't I don't know if this applies to him, but another huge thing for me for weight loss was not getting high. Not yeah. smoking weed. <laughs> I'm see, sorry. Please do not hold no, back. That is our show. No, that is what we do. Advice from a dipshit. It's, you have to. You have so to right shoot now. from the hip because Ugh. it's like I realized for me if I really wanted to make a serious and I and this was like before this last one, it was when I was losing twenty pounds, gaining twenty pounds. I realized that for me, like weed was the gateway drug to eating past ten o'clock. Yep. Yes. And not yes, like and is. eating like mm-hmm. like it a is. like a fucking moron. Right. Like just opening the pantry and might as well be like some sort of robot like that's oh, like gathering that's, things, just shoving it in my right mouth. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. me right now. I am like it's I gave myself like a curve. I'm like nine o'clock is when I can start smoking. And like I'm about to go up a belt loop. So via through Matt, like I'm signing up. I signed up for ClassPass because, and I'm like trying to. What's ClassPass? That's the reason why I got in good shape. It's just a thing where you put in what you want to do today, workout wise. Oh, and I see. You know, in like a, the radius, and so you can basically click get a spot in all these gyms. For oh like, wow! I just I did spin class this morning. Yeah, uh, and he'll you know, still do it while he's I, traveling. Yeah, oh, that's I, was in, great. I was in Philly over the weekend. I did a class there. So it's like you know, nice. It, it depends. It and you look at ratings and things like that. Yeah, and, yeah, and you. Pay monthly like it's a gym, but it's a gym that's it's like a gym that's everywhere and it's worldwide. And, it's, and is it cheaper than a gym or is it about the same? It's it's around uh it's probably a little more expensive. It's around like a hundred and fifteen a month. Yeah. You know? So it's not cheap per yeah. se, but yeah. in terms of what you get back, yes. to me it's like not to be like, I invest in myself or anything like crap no, no, like that. I but know. it is. It I'd is. rather do that. If you gotta spend, spend money, yeah. You know, twenty bucks a month at yeah. crunch with a five year contract yep. and I barely go because I hate it because yeah. I'm not motivated. See I and for me, I I go to the gym because I have and I've had a trainer for years mm-hmm. and so like I'm physically strong right but my problem is cardio and the f- and how tedious it is that's why i go to spin I, class you know, because i, I don't to- go to spin yeah, class because you- of my because it uh because of the numb penis that i get for well yeah. I was like, yeah i asked yeah. i had asked too like isn't it a bit like hard on the mons yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I once i've kind of modified my posture and well like the first couple of times i'm hunched over and i hate it and it's all going to my back i used to get back pain but like the more i did it the more it strengthened my core and so now i know what I know the part of my butt to sit on. Oh. So, you know, your your I just never your bean bag I did and your ding dong times. don't even touch. I see I've tr- I I never could get past that. I never could I get you. to that point well, where it's like there's all kinds I'm of used things. to it. I just was always like it's unnerving yeah. to have a numb dick for an hour and a half. Absolutely. It's yeah. really like I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, like when w- is this forever? Right, yeah. No. Sure. Yeah, and as a girl, you just get like college flashbacks, you know, when guys don't know what they're doing and you're just getting pounded. Oh, <laughs> right. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh yeah, I got put the mic down there by the I'm pound. very sorry. Yeah. Not on behalf of men, good lord. Uh, but I I hope that helps you, man. And and I the high thing is that's I'm That's, glad you touched on that because I, we were we were all going like you know very sensible very but it, I like when you just kind of go and here's something from me that yeah. I've done because yeah. I was like that too I I love like 
eating late, sh- going grocery shopping hungry, fuck. Oh. Yeah. That is... Oh, yeah, Trader Joe's was yeah. the worst yeah. thing to happen oh, to Oh, because Trader Joe's has so everything shiny and in like colorful bags. Yeah, and, and you're like, what you know. what flavor combination mm-hmm. is this? Yeah. And, and, and it's relatively cheap, yes, too. Yes, so exactly. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. These and are it's, cheap, this bucket of cookies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the cookie uh, bucket. Uh, yeah. My favorite is, this is the name of the entire product, low-fat chocolatey cat's cookies uh-huh. for people. <laughs> nice. Those are my favorite. That's great. That's a, they had a see, and that's that's how they get you. And in the copy yeah. too, in the copy they even put today they even put this batch of low fat chocolatey cats cookies for people mm-hmm. is made in a unique, you know, factoring and they like try to make, you know, like the epic copy with all the fluffery and whatnot, right? right, right? right. But it's really like but low fat chocolatey cats cookies for people. You know, yeah. like it's, I love yeah. it. It's my favorite. Uh, so hope so that, that helps your brother. It. Yeah. If yeah. you've got that hour commute, you got to work with it. So I really feel like the best advice was turning the snack, snacks healthy. Yeah. yeah. And load, just, load up. Load up with some healthy snacks before you yeah. leave. Yeah. Always have that. It's like uh, I hate it always making a lunch to save money. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah. Like I'd rather. But I want to go to California Pizza yeah. Kitchen and blow all my money and not have any savings. But that, if you make a little snack bag yeah. just to have in your car and it's there. Oh my God! Another another good thing is fill up on water. Like yes, drink as much water like to where it's like you're forcing yourself to drink water. Yes, because that will fill. That is a some kind of filling that does have a. I, I had a, a friend that lost a ton a ton of weight, and I was like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "I just drank a shitload of water." Yeah, that that was because he he wasn't drinking enough water, so his body was just retaining all yeah, this yeah. stuff. It wasn't rinsing out. So hope that helps, man. Let's check out the next one. Hey, Matt, and uh, this is Felicity from Portland, Oregon, originally from Anchorage, Alaska. Sorry, I know you guys get a lot of calls from people from Portland. It's probably because you're awesome and you're from Portland. Everybody in Portland loves you. <laughs> anyway, Thanks, dude. Um, I am a bartender, have been for a little bit now, and currently I'm in a weird kind of crossroads situation in my life where I love my job. I love my bar. I've done a lot of work in that bar. I helped raise it from its inception, basically. I've done a lot of work for my boss. He and I are great friends. Um, well, all my customers, coworkers, all that good stuff. But recently I've found that my job has so become so stress-inducing that I found myself not happy. Also, part of my crossroads situation here is that I recently just got out of a long-term relationship where my girlfriend left me, thought she was the one, turns out she wasn't. Blessing in disguise, hindsight being what it was. That's, you know, I'm dealing with it, and that's fine. I'm just wondering, what do I do here? Do I up and leave? Do I move? Do I try to find a new career? Even though I love bartending, I love bartending. I know you used to be a bartender, server, waiter, all that good stuff. Um, anyway, I just want to give you two cents on that. I'd love to hear from the man as well. You guys always have great advice to give. I love listening to podcasts. I was telling everybody about it. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. I will hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, man. Thanks, Felicity. Thanks, Felicity. From Thank- Portland, Oregon. Yep. Then don't stress uh, the calls from Portland. It's it's what what's the alternative? No they one calls from Portland. That would suck so much. I think there's probably people there's, that there just should hate be me. there should be a statue to Matt I'm, Bronger no. picking his butt. Anytime, anytime they're a... like, you're the biggest comic on here. Like, yeah, you guys heard of Ron Funches? I think he's doing better. Uh, <laughs> Ian to... Ian Carmel just won an Emmy. Like, come on. But um, I'm gonna put one in the woods so that way people confuse it with like a Sasquatch. I would like a, a wooden statue that yeah, people can I mean, just carve yeah. whatever they want in it. That'd be cool. Spray oh, paint a dick yeah. on it. Whatever you want. 
That's like, That'd be very Portland. Bad. Someone cut the head yeah. off. Who stole the Bronger head? Uh, but I, I think that I think that, uh, this dude is in uh, just. A, he says the stress is getting to him at the job, even though he loves bartending. He, he, love, he So what it is is he yeah he loves bartending he loves the bar right but it's now to the point where it's stressful and it sounds like the heartache is leaking in as well yeah I think that's the I think that's the problem is that he, what he thought was a sure thing and I mean it's you know when that's the worst when you find out the one you're you're committed to the rest of your life isn't happy and they want to go and you're just like yeah. well I guess I'll just set myself on fire inside yeah. this barn oh yeah totally. what's the point of anything. Uh, so that's probably kind of bleeding into everything else, I would think. Unless he's working at some, one of those places that's just gotten so popular. Like now, I'm just wondering, like where he works, like what bar? Coyote is. Ugly. Coyote Ugly? Is that what he said? No. They, I was, I was just, like, there isn't a Coyote Ugly. Just, in no, Portland. of course there's not. I'm obviously there's not going to be one in Portland. <laughs> it was but, you a chain. He, wasn't he, it? He, you know, I think it was. He, yeah, he got, I mean, it might be one of the sticks. Pouring water on his body, and he got tired. You okay, know, right. having to shave sure. around his nipples Dancing, every night, making, and, cutting people's ties well, off. He was on Boyote Ugly, which is a, a, a terrible <laughs> pun uh, on their part because I didn't just make that up right now. But now Portland is you just dropped a few points. You imagine? Yeah. No, I'm like I'm like the corny dad to all these young comics now um i wish i wish he'd been more specific about what the stress was dude that is our problem on this show like not to cut you off but so many people are just like i'm not happy with my girlfriend what should i do like dude yeah you you got got it it. so anyway go on because if he loves i mean because we are getting a mixed message in the terms of that he loves his job he loves 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 but the stress is getting to him. And I would Im- so I imagine too, it would just be like the workload of it mm. might be that. And I, I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean to sound flip, but I mean, maybe in your off times, you need to find something that will sort of like help you cope with that. And I know I've tried it, but I've never been able to do it well. But meditation, you know, there's a, I know so many people that love meditation and they think that they that it brings something mm. into the stressful points of their life. Uh, so maybe that's worth trying, you yeah. know? I mean, there's even apps for it and stuff. I just have never, I, I don't know, I just am too antsy and I never, I've given yeah. it a try, but I probably haven't given it enough of a try. But in this particular situation, because if you don't, I would say go to get a job at a, like a less busy bar, but that would seem to also entail a loss in income, yes. yeah. separating yeah. from all these people that you actually really like. Yeah. Um, the the piece that I'm I'm kind of realizing now to do a deep dive on this guy is that he said, "I love my boss. I love the bar. I do other stuff for him too." And I'm like, "Wait, what's that? Mm-hmm. Like, what other work are you doing for the guy that owns the bar? Right. How much of, the, of that life of your life is that taking up? And are you getting paid for that other exactly? Work? Yeah. And and even if you are, is it one of those things where he's like, "Yeah, listen, I need help building the deck," so and you feel obligated yeah. because he's done things for you and you don't want to lose your job at the bar, so. I think it's one of those things where you got to kind of check in and and look you you've had a horrible thing uh done to you and it's not her fault yeah. she had to do it but it's going to highlight you you got to take some time for you yeah. Yeah. and make sure you're okay and check in and and you know I mean I think to to your point of like why you don't meditate you have kids yeah most people I know that have kids yeah. uh don't meditate because when do they get the peace right. and when do they get the time yeah. and also they get a little bit of that what meditation is to me where you pinch that nerve in your hand when you have a headache and it mm-hmm. makes the headache go away. You get that from 
focusing on their needs rather than yours. Yes. So that kind of takes the pressure Stepping off. Stepping outside it gives It gives you the perspective yeah. you look for in meditation. Yeah. So this guy doesn't sound like he has kids, and, and there are times where uh, I don't have kids, but I kind of I don't meditate enough, but there are, there are times where I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to two minutes, nothing. Yeah. Close your eyes and don't go to sleep. But just And it, it just it makes you kind of – it's almost like having a nap yeah. where you kind of just reboot yourself. I think he has to do that and also – uh, uh, just make sure, just make sure he's taking care of himself. Yeah. 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 I think that, yeah, that's a big thing though, is, is the time in on yourself. Yeah. So now that I started class pass, I'm trying yoga, just like be gentle. So I usually, I've been doing MMA since I was five. Mm-hmm. And so I'm finally like doing a gentle thing where I'm doing yoga and yeah. stuff. And it's amazing how, even though you're doing these soft movements, I'm going to call them comparatively, like it's amazing how checking in with your body like that is so crazy, you know, and, and to the point of meditating, I don't think you necessarily need to be standing still to meditate because I got one of those apps and it has you just walk outside for like two minutes and look at things. And then that like makes you present. Or Mm. I know for me, you know, like there'll be a point where you're like punching a bag in a sequence and that's supposed to be meditation. Like meditation doesn't actually have to be total like stillness and sitting. It's just like a quiet or balance in the mind. So if all, so right. So if all he's doing is working, if that's all he's doing, it's too much. It's like, there's no boundaries because you're doing all this extra work for your boss. And now you're heartbroken is probably highlighting all of this. Yeah. imbalance yeah. yoga is a great and it's call. not hard mm-hmm. i feel it's not too hard to f- you got to find it though yeah but it's not too hard to find a way to check in with yourself yeah, yeah. and and just last button i'll say it for it is is, is uh yoga like i don't do it enough but i try to make myself do it at least once a week mm-hmm. with that with that app because it's like a lot of times i hate it i don't want to be there i'm not as limber as anybody but you know the thing about it it's like most peaceful thing and all these classes, no one's going to look at you and be like, you suck, man. Why are you here? Yeah, nobody does you know, that. It's, it, no. you, you do what you can. Yeah. You don't put yourself at risk. But in the end, especially for being tall, I find I, I stretch and strengthen things. I Parts of my body I didn't even know I had. Yeah. And they take pressure off other parts. So it can kind of do that uh, for you, man. So, look, there's the the big thing for for you is you're, you're looking for a giant solution. There isn't one. You know, you can't be like, like oh, should I? Like, he was like, should I leave Portland? Like, no. no. What will that do? No. You're just, you'll still be yourself with your problems. Yeah. I'm sorry about the UPS truck <laughs> outside. But um, yeah, so hope that helps, man. And hang in there. All right. So it's anonymous part two here. Sorry to be so long-winded, but I had to set it up with the banana shit. Um, anyway, do you have any advice uh, for how to deal with this, especially with her parents, who we have been under socializing with? I mean, they've been going out for a year, and we still haven't gotten together. So obviously, that's an that's an issue. So I know we got to do that one and um, and get to know these folks. You know, I've met them. You know, shake hands, and the, both the kids have spent time at each other's houses. Um. Anyway, I just want to. I don't think that I can like break the news or anything with them. I've been candid with my son and his girlfriend. Um, so I'm not quite sure how to proceed without feeling like I'm being a creep or that it's mutinous, illicit behavior, which I don't think that sex is, but somehow I feel complicit in the whole thing because I'm not in a conversation with the parents, I'm interacting with my son's girlfriend and my son. 
uh, they're cool about it. You know, it's a discreet situation. They're, you know, the doors close sometimes, and they're hanging out and playing music, and sometimes maybe they're making out. I don't know, whatever. I'm pretty laid back about it, pretty laissez-faire, but uh, I don't want my radical tendencies to be a betrayal to her folks. Hey, I really appreciate you guys, and thanks for your time. So, so okay. Wait, wait, so what's the gist here? So yeah. So this is and why. What is the banana thing? So this. Yeah, so this is why I thought of you. Um. So it's kids who are entering a stage of being sexually active. How old are they? Uh, the, teenagers. So they're teenagers. But they're I mean, like but, older right, but teenagers. how does he say what? Yeah, because that makes a difference. Yeah, it does. No, I that don't think there's 13, any. No, but, that could be No, I I know. I think 18. they're like I think they're like 16, 17, 18. Okay. I, like not 18. They're 16 and 17. Okay. And they're having sex, right? And so it's getting to the point now where the girlfriend's family like wants to create some kind of boundaries and talk about it. And he thinks like, oh, they're 16, 17, like they're going to be in their room and they're going to have sex sometimes. And so it's like, how well, do but they... It does it sounds like he's kind of reticent about it, but her family is fine. No, it's the other way around. Oh, it is. Sorry, yeah, no. So her family, so oh. he's fine with it and her family is a little... Uptight about more it. More uptight about it. And so he's just wondering how he should handle it with the kids as the couple and then how he should handle it with the parents now that they have teenagers who are in a quote unquote serious relationship and having sex. How do you as at now as a parent, like where are the boundaries? How do you communicate about it? Take it away, Andy. Yeah. Uh, No, no, absolutely. I I mean, cause I have, I have, I mean, and that's why I asked, is it a boy and a girl? Because my, my son is 18 and he's gay. And so, and that was a, that in and of itself is a weird thing. When your son is having sleepovers when he's 14 and he's out and you're and it's like, well, wait, what's going on? Is there stuff going on? And then you just have to go. Oh, yeah, there might be stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's when you have conversations about safe sex. And that's and especially with with hetero kids, you got to talk, you know, talk about birth control Make condoms available regardless of whether the hmm. other parents. I'm sorry. Make condoms available to your son. The other parents don't don't approve. That minor in comparison to an unwanted pregnancy to a 16 year old girl. Yeah. Um, and I also would say, you gotta be straight up with the other parents. You gotta talk to them straight up about it. You gotta be realistic about it, and you also have to treat it as it's an entirely normal, wonderful mm-hmm. thing that yeah. your kids want to have sex with each other. It's fantastic. Go, kids. Be young. Be beautiful. Live this life. Don't mm-hmm. be. You know, it's like honestly, it's like they're glorious youth. Who the fuck are you to take it away from them? Let them enjoy. Uh. Um, and. And you, you got to have a conversation conversation with those people, but if I if it were my son and it was his girlfriend, I would have a conversation with them in which I said, "Look, these kids want to be sexually active. I don't have any problem with that if we give them the information and the supplies to do it responsibly." Um, and and I hope you can agree because to a certain extent, I will try and keep up my end of the bargain in enforcing your rules but at a certain point i gotta let you know that i actually think it's unhealthy to stifle these kids Mm. and i think it's kind of unhealthy to make them feel bad about wanting to do something 
that is entirely natural and in- entirely fantastic. Yeah, you know. So it's it's funny because I just had a flashback mm-hmm. to my mother who said to me when I was. Ah, way too early. I want to say like 12 or something. She's like, you know, I don't think you should be having sex. But if you are, I will buy you condoms. Yeah. And she said, it, but it was like, I wanted to scream at her like, I haven't even kissed anyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who do you think I am? The stud of the playground? Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, but it. I think that it's even, I, even my mom, who was just fully against it, yeah. was like, look. You know, I have a boy. Yeah. I will get these for you. I know you won't. You're too embarrassed. My advice you know? to teenage to p- parents with teenagers, don't say, if you're having sex, I will buy you condoms. Go buy condoms. Yeah. Put them in a drawer. Say, there are condoms in this drawer. And then leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And if check on the drawer. If the condoms are, if the supply of condoms is going down, then replenish. If it's going down at a rate that you're uncomfortable with, that you think maybe is too much, then a conversation might be in order. But honestly, I just think like the you know, as long as kids as if you have if you're in touch with your kids and you think of sex as a healthy thing, you will you will I think be able to vibe whether or not they are having a healthy relationship with sex themselves. Or whether they're having an unhealthy relationship with sex, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's like, there's no concrete way to sort of know that. Mm-hmm. You just, like I said, you got to know your kids. You got to vibe with your kids. If you haven't communicated well with your kids for years and years, you're not going to be able to figure out how, yeah, how this is going for them. I will say, I would, I would be really like. I th- and I'm just being honest here. I'd be really reticent if I had a daughter to be like, "Oh, he can sleep over with you. Keep the door closed." Like, but that's that's kind of me being, you know, Puritan Joe, I Listen, guess, and, and, I get... and being a being a man in a yeah. way, you know, like. And that's well, and that's also like a really weird old, you know, like yes, I was raised. I was raised with the notion that, like, honestly, that I I felt like up until i was an adult that it seemed to me the vibe that i got and the and the the opinion that i had was sort of like sex was something that women did for men just because they were such such kind angels that they put up (laughs) with they don't like it awful thing (laughs) and then and then as you get older and especially when you have kids and i mean when you have a, a a daughter that's young and you you know you kids are horny Little yes. kid, little yeah. kids are horny, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. little girls are horny. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's like true. these are horny. I just said, yeah, they are. But I was just, I'm, that sounded. Oh my no, chime, I am my little like, chime in. I am hand up, like I, totally. I mean, yeah. I have not to fucking do that thing where I quote a bit, but I have a bit about how just talking about how everyone's creepy in one way or another. Mm-hmm. My friend's daughter Simone, we were in the, at this pool, and I stood up and she just yells, "Show me all your muscles!" Like at me, like yeah. doing a flex, and I was like, ha ha ha, and I got out of the pool and went inside. Uh, not running away from her, but I passed my friend Eliza, who's Simone's mom, and I uh-huh. was just like, "Hey, Simone said it. Yell at me. Show me all your muscles. What's that like? Joking?" Right. And Eliza, without missing a beat, goes, "Oh my God, she's just like me at that age. Such a horn dog." Oh wow! And Simone's six, and uh-huh. my joke is, I wrapped myself in three jackets and laid on the couch that. sideways <laughs> and, and uh-huh. cried for because it was so, uh-huh. just disturbing. Because, it, but it's like you're right. Yeah, it is. Sexuality is kind of always in you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And there's mm-hmm. and and in terms of just like discovery you know yes. like uh well I, I my daughter I, I i now that my children are older i have to worry about them hearing particular stories and so there's a story i could tell you 
Here, I'll go. I can go atrocious story yeah, okay. if you want. Right, here we go. I'll break. Yeah, I'll break yeah. it. So here we go. Here's what I'll go about for female sexuality, right? Like, uh, so jacuzzi jets. Like every yeah, single absolutely. girl, you know, yep. and like I know I discovered that when I was learning how to swim, I discovered the pool jet and my hot swim instructor, and that and it was YMCA pool, right? And then also, I got into BDSM at sixteen. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. My my high school boyfriend and I ventured into that together, uh-huh. and like I got the things so. So I was cross training with karate with CrossFit that had just come out at the time. Yeah. So it's not what it is now. Mm-hmm. It was very, very different, very, very functional, which is why a bunch of people left who were doing martial arts would cross train in it. And my instructor was this woman who was also just getting into it with her older boyfriend who was a cop. So she was much older. So I would give her money and she would supply me stuff. Oh, really? You know, so that's where we would get like the restraints and the whips and the and that's me at 16, 17 years old. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So like it was really it was really messed up, too, because my dad, quote unquote, figured it was getting close to time when he and I would start having sex, not realizing this wasn't my first partner, right. not realizing the level the that relationship had. Accessorizing. And, and he, called, oh, yeah. he, he called us into his office and was like, I just need you to ask me permission to take my daughter's virginity. Whoa. Right? Uh, that for, was that For was you listeners thing, at home, Andy just dropped thing. his mic onto the couch. <laughs> In, in, I mean, and I and did that mentally. Yeah. Where I, know. I was just like, I can't. I mean, look, I was admitting my hang up about Man. me, my possible future daughter having, you know, me having that thing, but holy and shit. And so, so we're sitting there. I am the mayor of everything. Yeah. Now, come yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm my daughter's virginity, which belongs to me. Yeah. And by the way, is still a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which I know exists. Yeah. 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 It is as real as Santa Claus. Who I've also been told is around. That's amazing. Yeah, like, he was like, I just. It was like he was like he was like I was gonna say yes. I just needed to see if he would do it. You oh, know, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, dad. like it's a gate, oh, like it's dad, the never-ending story, and you gotta like walk right, right, right. through the gate without looking. Course, right, like course, that course. was right. But here we were, like already, you know, like I had just, I had just. It just was like how it worked out with this partner, you know what I mean? Huh. So like yeah. so I meant so that has been And that's so healthy. And I and I think it's 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 so funny. Like I would venture to guess, not that I know, ninety five percent of parents uh have guessed wrong. Have they? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They've done a thing. Yeah. yeah. And know? then how far it went too. Right. Right. Sure. You know? I mean, I get it. Like, you know, my other girlfriends weren't necessarily doing the kind of stuff that I was doing, but right. like, that's just, that's, I'm, you know, they say when you know, you know, right? Like, you know, yeah. like, it just, it's, yeah. the, it's a thing I'm into. It's a thing I needed, like, mm-hmm. and in a particular way. And I had a very safe, caring partner and like, you know, so it just had that been taken away from me. And I discovered that older, yeah. I don't know that I would have the experience of the safety in it, yeah, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. which was another piece, which is a weird thing to think about how to utilize youth. But like, that was, that was a, that's been a huge chapter of my life. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's just a, the, the linchpin of this whole thing 
that you nailed, Andy, is, is to is to you have to do that difficult thing and reach out and talk to the other family. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the bitch of it. I think that's the one that's just like, ah, is there some way we all have those things in our lives? You're like, can I just not do that thing? I know I have to do. Yeah. Can I not go to the DMV? There's yeah. no way yeah. so that then, I cannot, so you know, you, but it's just, you have to and rip off the band is the spot. You're just like, hey, buddy, like, come sit on the bed. You know, like, you what's... You mean, oh, to the other parents or to the to the son? To the... Oh, sorry, yes. To the other parents. To the other parents, you say... No. I, I would say... I mean, the way I would approach the conversation is, look, I think we both know that our kids are in a committed relationship, that they are either already engaging in sexual behavior or, you know, they're about to, I don't have any problem with it. I think that, I think that keeping them informed and keeping them uh, unashamed and keeping them uh, uh, open fields of communication so that they feel like they can talk to us about it within reason. I mean, nobody wants to tell their parents, all the details and stuff. Right. Yeah. And if you do say to your kids, like I said earlier, here's the drawer with the condoms, they're going to go, you gross. But then that, you know, that's it. Because yeah. it is like, I mean, like I say, my son, and I've said this before, my son came out to us when he was 11 and then we didn't talk about it huh. because it's his business oh, and it, because yeah. his, it was his oh, life, good. I like that. you know? And, and, and I do think like, I, I mean, and I, you know, the notion of like, you know, your dad saying this to you or like, you know, how far along are your kids, you know, your teenagers? I'm not talking about 12 year olds. I'm not talking no. about, but like your 16 year olds, how far along are they sexually? It's kind of none of your business. Yeah. If you've done the job of giving them information yeah. and giving and you and you have and you have a sense of trust in them yeah. already. If you got a wild kid that you can't control and that is always pushing boundaries and doing crazy shit that's a different thing but if yeah. you got a kid that you have a level of trust with it's not your business what they're that's doing that's right on and 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 you have to respect their privacy and i would tell that other parent too look you say they can't sleep together at my house and you want me to follow up and say they can't sleep together at my house they're just gonna go fuck in the woods yeah so yeah. you're not going to stop them from having sex. You're just going to put them in more dangerous places to right. have it. Right. Yeah. So which, which is a thing, which is a fear overall. I feel like people don't have enough of. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, and like not to jump this over to sex working, but like, you know, like I feel like how are we not afraid that they're doing this in back alleys? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. with your kids, how are we not afraid that they're doing this behind the movie theater? Yeah. Okay, it's know? like even if you it makes you uncomfortable, wouldn't you rather your child be safe? Yeah. yeah. You know, and also one thing I'll add just to be to dipshit it a little bit. Yes. I one of the things that I am jealous of friends who have kids is the level you can embarrass them. Yeah. This is a massive opportunity. Look, especially if you have a son who is hetero and in this situation where you you call them into your office, if I can just take that and spin it a little Grab bit, it. call them in and just say to her, would you like permission to take my son's virginity? Yeah. I mean, the way both of them will hate you in the best possible way. Yes. 
can we just yes. fucking leave? Yes. Yes. Oh no. Yes. I'm talking to Lydia. Oh my. You know, God. you know what you could put. You know what you could do with the condom drawer too. You know how they have those weird ones that have like little fluffy things on the tips and oh, stuff right. like that. Yeah, just get like, ridges and studs. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. get like the. There's get, like it's like an the weirdest box. Ones, yeah. Get like those like, also. On, get yeah. like a glow in the dark one. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like just. <laughs> yeah, they're all chocolate cake flavored. Yeah, when yeah. you when you open the drawer, it plays like a seventies porn soundtrack, <laughs> uh, no, like no, no, no. like really loudly, so like you can hear your kid like ow, like shut it, and he, he shuts it really fast. Like Barry White gets one syllable out, yeah, and he's like, yeah. fucking god it's damn just it. Rick James going. Ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throwing that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. best. Well, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I hope thank you. Had a good time. This is fun. This was a blast. Fun. I and, love uh, the yeah. acting like an expert on stuff that I shouldn't be. No, but it's, you uh, are though. I mean, yeah. I think that's the, there's levels. I literally was on Doctor Drew after dark yesterday, and I told him what the podcast was, and he was like, "I love that." And he's like such a clinician, yeah, yeah. You know, because he because people were asking him stuff like it, he does what we do, but it's it's kind of but like, it's like back I by have science? this weird rash, and yeah. he just off the top of his head cites three or four things it could be, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Where I'm just like, whoa. Ugh. With our show, we draw on our mistakes or the things we've learned in our arcane levels of, of <laughs> life. Yeah, you know, where you know what whatever whatever it possibly is. You know, you added you know the thing with your gay son, and, yeah, and the things that you've learned having daughters, and you know. Uh, or daughter? You have daughter. I just have a son and a daughter. A son and a daughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so anyway, it just it was it was perfect. So great. thanks for yeah. doing it, man. Yeah, much thank appreciated. You so much, Andy. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Well, the number to call in if you have a question is 323-763-0228. And we appreciate those follow-up emails. If we answered your call, write me at advice from a dipshit at gmail.com. Yep. Anything else, Matt? Where are you going to be? Uh, let's see. I, I'm going to be beginning of October. Beginning of October off the top of my head. I don't know, but go to oh, you'll be go, in New York. I'll be, will I be in New York? I'll be, well, I bet I won't be doing show. I'll be doing like random gigs there, but uh-huh. um, I will be, Oh my God. I'm like totally blanking on where I'm it's going. It's all right. Uh, no, no, no. You'll, uh, but just but go to mattbronger.com be because I'm, I'm going all over the place and I'm always adding new dates. So thanks guys. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger.